Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I am Rich Straffolino. And I'm Tom Merritt. And welcome to It's a Thing, the weekly podcast supported by you, where our rich family heritage gives us connected, keeps us connected to our origins and inspires innovation. Through more than six decades, we've remained centered on the healing power of things and the rejuvenation they offer. Thanks for joining us. That's right. That is not Mollywood. That is Rich Straffolino. Uh, Mollywood out sick. We hope she feels better really fast. Yes. Uh, rest hard is always the uh, advice uh, I receive for that. So Molly, rest, rest hard. hard. Rest hard. Do it. Uh, we were texting with her earlier today, though, and she she seemed in good spirits. So I, I, yes. I hope she makes a quick recovery. Uh, on the other hand, I have no idea. What what company's mission statement our opening was was made on? To explain, I, I'm looking at the URL and I still don't know what this is. What is Snowpeak? Snowpeak is the company. They make titanium like outdoors products, but I know them as the makers of the titanium spork, which was a Think Geek staple oh, for many years. I had no idea that's who made that. There we go. Yes, I also found out spork is not trademarked, and anybody can use the word spork. So there you spoon go. Spoon and pork. That's what spork is about. It's a spoon exactly. made of pork. It's right? Delicious. And Stir it. Use it for your coffee <laughs> so every time. Yeah. Uh, well, something's very similar to pork is javelina. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Uh, have, do you know what a javelina is? I have no clue what javelina is. <laughs> ah, well played. Uh, a javelina <laughs> is a pig-like wild animal uh, mm-hmm. throughout the southwest of the U.S., it's it's uh, sort of boar shaped. It's like the corgi of boars because it's it's got really short legs. Um, corgi of boars, and it is not right. it is All not right. a pig, but but it's it's got very piggish characteristics. I first encountered javelinas when I was camping in Big Bend National Park in Texas in the mid nineties, and uh, in the middle of the night, the campground was swarmed by a pack of javelinas. Oh, was this is an upsetting? Like I, I looked at the picture. It was upsetting in the link to you me and my girlfriend at the time, who had no expectation that we would be swarmed by javelinas, <laughs> nor any knowledge of what a javelina was, other than that horrible snorting thing that is rooting around outside <laughs> in large numbers. Uh, when no one else at the campground panicked or started shooting, uh, we assumed that it was fine. And then the next day, the we asked the rangers, and they're like, oh, it was probably javelinas. Uh, and that was my introduction <laughs> to javelinas. Uh, the reason that I'm even bringing up javelinas uh, is because of the hashtag Team Javelina that has been going around. You, you haven't happened to see hashtag Team Javelina, have you? I may have seen it, but I thought it was hashtag Team Javelin, to be quite yeah. honest. So I yeah, don't. You're yeah. like, oh, somebody's I, really into track and field. Good for them. Yeah, it's Olympics are coming up. Okay. Sure. Uh, well, no, it is Team Havelina, and it started on October 22nd when M. Casey, 
who is assistant superintendent at Seven Canyons Golf Club in Sedona, Arizona, uh, posted uh, a video that I, I, I think she expected to go viral. She expected people to find it amusing and fun and maybe promote Seven Canyons Golf Club. Uh, but hmm. she was complaining about herds of javelina destroying the golf course. Um, every day she would come out and there would be all of these videos of, of uh, well, <laughs> Avelina's weren't making videos. She made a video of how <laughs> she would go out every day uh, and find that, you know, the Havelinas had torn up the property uh, because there's so many of them and they were rooting around and eating up the, the grass and the fruits and, and all of that. Uh, and of course, being the internet, it didn't go as M. Casey may have planned uh, in that it created a divide. We are the most divided nation on javelinas ever. <laughs> Rich, where do you stand? Are javelinas bad for golf courses or are golf courses bad for javelinas? I mean, I'm just going to say this. Anytime a country club versus cute animal like mm. that I have no that I don't have to directly interface with, you know, I'm told they swarm. Uh, Afi James says they're aggressive little pig-like things. So I imagine if I met one in person, maybe I wouldn't be so inclined. But I got to say, cute picture versus, I'm assuming, I'm, I'm just going to say it's like a country club from like uh, uh, like an 80s comedy or something like that. I'm, I'm Team Havelina, I think. Yeah. Having met Havelinas uh, mm. and learned that they come in peace, even as snorty <laughs> and snorkely as they sound in and the middle swarmish, of the night. Yes. Uh, I think I'm also Team Avelina. I'm not going to lie. This may be, though, like, you know, like prairie dogs. It's kind of the same situation where it's like, you know, they're the most adorable creatures of all time, but genuinely like an ecological menace if you're trying to farm, you know, like they can, they, you yeah. know, controlling or the golf. population of prairie. Like, yeah, or, or golf. Uh, <laughs> Why Caddyshack oh, is the movie. I couldn't I think of Caddyshack. How did we not think of this head. already? Javelinas are just the gopher of Arizona. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yes. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I'm sure that there is a there is a rich. You know, we deal with deer out here. I'm gonna I'm gonna go on record and saying deer less cute than javelinas. Really? But already we're kind that's of a, you know, that's a controversial statement, right I, there. I'm I'm saying team javelina over team deer. They ate my pumpkins. I'm coming for you, deer. Ah, uh, uh, yeah. It's personal with you and the deer. I forgot. Yeah. yeah. So like, I, I I understand like these can cause genuine impacts, but like. Not not the move, not the move, uh, country club. Do not do not come for cute animals and expect sympathy from the internet. Now, Afi James, I, I feel like might be team golf course because he's saying mm -hmm. I've only ever seen aggressive javelinas that will charge you. How much did they charge mm -hmm. you, Afi James? Yeah, and was there a credit card processing <laughs> fee on top? Yeah, because then and, and was it a know, recurring charge that you yeah you, you couldn't get resolved? Uh, they he tricked says, you into some ten million dollars. <laughs> uh, no, I, I, you know, I wonder if we're talking, if there's different kinds of javelinas, which there, there probably are. There's all, it takes a, to make a world go round, it takes all kinds of javelinas. Um, it takes, <laughs> or if there, <laughs> if there's contain one, multitudes. Yeah. If, if, or, cause boar will charge you. I've definitely, yes. I'm worried about that. And javelinas look like boar, but the ones I met were not particularly aggressive. So. Yeah. And at least according to the Boing Boing article you linked to, uh, adorable. Like I have, I have uh, uh, been camping and had interactions with wild boar. Not a fan. Not team wild boar. Um, like, I don't mean them harm, but I'm just saying, like, in a social media challenge, I would not be team wild oh, boar. Oh, I, I actually, I had forgotten I this. Um, 
according to the Guardian, uh, the mm-hmm. Texas Parks and Wildlife Service says the animal's reputation for ferocity is undeserved. Mm-hmm. Uh, the service says when cornered, they can defend themselves very effectively with sharp canine teeth or tusks. I never cornered a javelina. So no, that do not. Offie James, why were you cornering javelinas in Arizona <laughs> on the golf course? That's, I and, mean, first of all, finding a corner in a golf course yeah. uh, in itself. How did you even like, find that? That's, that's, a, that's a 19th hole situation. And I'm then here. do you have the receipt from when they charged you? <laughs> um, well, if you, if you need a place to put that receipt, I may suggest a bog bag. Is a bog is, is bag? From, from my next thing. Okay. Have you, Tom, are you familiar with a bog bag? I. When I think of a bog bag, uh, I bog. think I'm thinking of something different. Uh, it would be a bag of supplies for a swamp. Uh, that's not what you're talking yeah. about? Well, it kind of is. It's this weird plastic bag. The best way I can describe it, if you're not familiar with it, I'll put a link to a knockoff of it, which is kind of what I'm talking about in the chat. Um, it, it's kind of like the crock of a bag, I guess. It is hard plastic. It is has holes in it where you can like hang stuff off of, and they gained popularity. I, I want to say like the 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 bog bag name brand. I probably got a little popular in like beach, you know, like as as the go to beach bag. Yeah, a couple it looks of like years a beach ago. bag, like a like a reusable beach bag. Yeah, but the the where I am seeing the thingdom of this, it has now reached the point where every like uh this was like my default recommendation on Timu for like three months. Aldi has their own like knockoff version of this. And the original bog bag, I mean, as far as bags go, is not the most expensive, but it's like around a hundred bucks. And you can get one for like six bucks on Timu. But it's what what is interesting to me is like there is a that that same accessory culture that we've seen with Crocs with the gibbets and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Seems to be in the bog bag. And because uh-huh. it's literally just the diameter of a hole in a hard plastic bag, not too hard uh to uh to do it. So I don't I I I think this is a once you see it you cannot unsee it. I know I'm a little late because we're out of beach season, mm-hmm. uh, so you can't look for it at the beach. But so I'm you don't take it only to bogs. You can take it to the. Beach. You do not. I mean, certainly it has the drainage to be bog capable. Yes, right. But I feel like you know it's it's kind of like the it's the sport utility vehicle of bags where it's like yeah it can go off trail but mm-hmm. you're probably mm-hmm. never going to use it like that now but the, the the bog is the brand name it's not a yes. description right yeah okay. yeah it's b-o-g-g and it looks like it's a family-run operation maybe from the jersey shore i did two seconds of research before the show on this uh so i mostly am f- fascinated by the knockoffs the knockoffs are kind of what cemented it to me of this is popular enough that like fast fast fashion has come for the bog bag uh, at this point. So they come in all sorts of colors. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I feel like this is like the, uh, the default suburban bag style, uh, that you, like you throw this in the back of your car, you th- throw some groceries in it. Uh, you take it to the beach, uh, super versatile. So yeah. I'm going to drop a, uh, drop a link here to this. And yeah, my, my corroboration for thingdom is, uh, it's been T-mood. <laughs> So. Yeah, no, I think I think you uh you definitely nailed it. Um I'm looking at the our story page at bogbag.com. Uh, it was inspired by a trip to the Jersey Shore. Yeah, there's a there's a picture of of uh four white folks uh who look like they could have been the default picture on a frame at JCPenney. Uh and it tells the story about how after many years of buying beach bags, they just couldn't find one that met their needs. 
And so they created the bog bag. I did also see there are Reddit posts reacting negatively to the bog band trend, which <gasps> bag trend, which is another confirmation. Handbag people are like, I need something that is a bog bag but has more dignity than the bog bag. And so that also was on my thing radar. My son came across a pair of those funny looking shoes that everyone was talking about <laughs> and asked for those. So we bought three pairs. I became fascinated with the lightweight material and feel of their new shoes. My husband and I played with the shoes all day talking about how cool they were. It was then we had our aha moment. This is what a beach bag should be made of. See? Now, see, they were just ripping off Crocs, to be quite like... <laughs> I love how they're like, those Croc- shoes that we legally don't want to say the name of. We'll risk a lawsuit. <laughs> the big game at the <laughs> Worldwide Olymp- uh, Sporting Event, yes. <laughs> There's also a bit of a Yacht Rock uh, feel to their logo. I don't know if you noticed yes. that. Yes. Oh, yeah, the whole vibe. Well, and the whole vibe of all of their branding is like, yeah, yeah. you're in a in a wispy, uh, 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 you know, sundress uh, walking along the beach as you get to, you know, in your, uh, in your loafers or whatever. listening to Michael McDonald. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So uh, if you go to some place with a beach that's enjoyable this time of year, look for a bog bag. Come now, down. I'm going to kind of just rip off the New York Times for my second thing. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Uh, October 9th, uh, Wilson Wong at the New York Times wrote an article called, Is the Literary Hat the New Tote Bag? The subheading is, for $27, you can own a baseball cap embroidered with the name of your favorite literary darling. So, Rachel Kushner, Lydia Davis, uh, Zadie Smith, you too can have a hat with their name on it. These are all the women whose novels are spotlighted in personal collections and bookstores everywhere, mainstays on bestseller lists, National Book Award, Pulitzer Prize, Nobel Prize, etc. <laughs> huh. So, uh, literary hat. You know, we're not we're not talking genre fiction here, except by accident. You know, Emily <laughs> yeah. St. John Mandel. Uh, we're talking about like. At your Jersey Shore book, actually not Jersey Shore. It would be a, it would be a different shore. Uh, but at your Cape Cod book club, you'll be uh, enjoying your bog bag full of books from these authors <laughs> while wearing a literary hat. Uh, I have not really seen this in the wild, but I have seen the style of this hat, where it's a hat with just some words on it. Uh, I've seen that for for music. I've seen that for uh, for brands, you know, like Louis Vuitton kind of stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I'm going to keep an eye out for actual actual book hats. Well, there's definitely. I mean, I've definitely seen and purchased, like you know, uh, uh, I guess literature nerdery, uh, you know, ephemera and stuff like that. With, yeah, yeah. You know, illustrations from, uh, yeah, but but it's it's more graphic, right? Like I have a yeah. These are very like, except that the the typeface might be kind of fun. Yeah, uh, it's just their name. There's no logo. There's no styling. Nothing. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that is. I, I mean, it's it's definitely in like that dad hat looking kind of style. Yes. Very flat. Right. Like, I. It all it all kind of plays in, but it's interesting that it's uh, you know like kind of signaling like oh I don't have the New Yorker tote bag anymore I have my uh, Lydia Davis yeah uh, nice hat there so it, now is uh, 
I'm just trying to see here. Uh, I, I I need to see if there's one with like the Stephen King hat, then with like the Stephen King signature font. Like I, I'm wondering, like, sure. does each does everybody get their own signature font? Because it that seems feels part of the appeal like too. It is mostly women authors. That, that's what I was wondering. Just on the at image least according you shared. to this New York Times okay. article. Okay. Yeah. All right. There we go. I mean, I'm here for this. Uh, uh, it looks awesome. I'm I'm <laughs> okay. happy to. Represent. Sir Ray found uh, some some spins on this uh, unreliable narrator, for example, <laughs> as your as your author hat. That's amazing. I, I, I need to I need to get a Rita Ritchie uh, uh, hat then I, for yeah. just me. I'll have to have that custom printed. Do not try to force a Havelina to wear a literary hat because well, they may not have read or support that author. Yeah, and especially in a corner, like in an open mm-hmm. field. Maybe toss it on them, see what happens. Maybe they yeah. like it. Maybe they don't. But or, you know, just talk to them and find out what they read and then buy them yeah. the literary. Yeah. Or if you see them walking around with a tote bag, you'll be like, oh, that's it's kind of over. Just Yeah. As a friend, I want to let you know, kind of <laughs> passe. <you know. laughs> All right. Well, uh, speaking of passe, I my next thing, I, I feel like we have reached the peak of this. But I look back on this and we never officially recognized it on this show. So I just have to say the my blank era, just ah, in general, yes. as a monster thing. I think it kind of peaked late 2022, but I, again, I've I've been using it more, so that means it's totally like passe and lame, and, and no one should ever <laughs> I like feel the it. Same way, whatever I start using, I'm like, well, it must be over. I, I know about it. But like in 2020, like I was I was looking at 2022, there was you know uh, uh, pieces on uh, from like the Washington Post, uh, your slut era, your flea bag era. Mm. Uh, are those those are fairly similar. Yeah, yeah, something along those lines. Um and yeah, a lot of those were just like um, you know, uh uh I, I some of the criticism of them where they were like, "Oh, they're like taking like self-harm behavior and and glorifying yeah, it's, it." Yeah, it's it's the the dark modern reimagining of salad days. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh it's been I I want to say it's I don't want to say it's been it's been uh, appropriated to just basically I'm into a thing or yeah. I'm doing a thing consistently. So my I'm literary in, hat era. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's just kind of become instead of my bog bag. Me, era. Yeah. My bog yeah. bag era. Yeah. My, uh, my Kirkland sweatshirt era. I'm uh-huh, definitely uh-huh. living, I'm, I'm living that life right my now. Taylor Swift era. Yeah, oh, <laughs> the era's era. We, that, that is now forever, by the yeah. way. We, we will that's never not, not era. be in that's the just, era's era. That's just, t- that's called space time. Yeah, but it was one of those things that was that has just kind of become like a default lexicon almost mm-hmm. at this point. Yeah, this is a good that one. Yeah, this to needs this, to. It's a be, thing stamp on. Yeah, it needs to be recorded in the annals. Mm-hmm. Get it in the record books. Indeed. Uh, well, uh, thank you, folks, for supporting the show, uh, and and always a big thanks to our producer Rich, who who steps in whenever either one of us, uh, Molly or I, have to go. Uh, side note. I'm going somewhere next week uh, to Belgium for a conference. Uh, Molly is also going somewhere next week. We are going to try to bank an episode before we're both gone next week. But if we don't, uh, it's because that happened. So if we if there's no episode next week, it's not Rich's fault. That's what I'm trying to say. Don't stop blaming Rich. Okay, he did his best. <laughs> he- well, have something in your feed. Regardless, that is that is a producer rich promise. <laughs> uh, see, yeah, exactly. He's going to over deliver, so don't worry about that. And then Molly and I will be back the week after that, so so we we shall return. Uh, meanwhile, you fill out our lives, you fill up our senses uh, like a 
walk with a javelina in the forest. Chris in Charlotte sent us an email, feedback at it's a thing dot be, uh, with a follow up on hyaluronic acid. Hello, Tomori. I was listening to a different podcast this week. Chris. No, I'm just kidding. I almost shut the um, email off right there. Especially because it's a good podcast. He was listening <laughs> to Stuff You Should Know. And they dropped some info on the hyaluronic acid from episode 278 that I thought you might find interesting. Turns out that researchers may have zeroed in on hyaluronic acid because naked mole rats have 10 times the amount of hyaluronic acid as humans. And they are the longest living rodents on the planet by a long shot. Naked mole rats can apparently live to 40 years old, which is long for a rodent, okay, Mm -hmm. Uh, are incredibly resistant to cancers and tumors, and their bodies do not deteriorate as they grow older. They have isolated their high levels of hyaluronic acid and believe it may be the key, may be the key to their anti-aging abilities. Whether this will translate to humans, of course, remains to be seen, but since when has that stopped us before? (laughs) I mean, it seems like we needed much less evidence to just be like, let's give this a go and see what happens. So, hey. The the people out there chugging hyaluronic acid are like, great, I'll I'll be a naked mole rat. (laughs) Wait, are we naked apes? We are, right? So, Uh, yeah. Yeah, We're pretty close to mole rats. We just need to fill ourselves with (laughs) hyaluronic acid, I guess. Yeah, naked, non-breakating apes, pretty Mm -hmm. much. That's how I refer to us. Uh, Eric wrote in with some more macaroon knowledge. Uh, They said that uh, the Marriott Berlin has had them in uh, their room, at least, in 2011, along with poha? Gooseberries. Gooseberries. Poha? Poha? Sure. Well, yeah. So macaroon macaroon evidence uh, tracing back 12 years there. Thank you, Eric. Mm. Andrew wrote in with a lighting thing. Uh, Tom, Molly, and Rich... A contributing thing to the Halloween lights thing seems to be jellyfish lights, at least in my area. Uh, check out jellyfishlighting.com. I'd guess 60% of newly built homes are getting them installed in Colorado right now because they're just sets of multicolored LEDs you can match the season easily. And because they can cost upwards of $10,000 to get installed on a small house, you'll come up with every reason to use them. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I never even thought about having that just, you know, installed uh, along the windows and uh, on, on the roof line and stuff like that. I mean, I've, if I was building a new house, you know, what's another 10K? Throw it on <laughs> there, a, you know? What's another $10,000 uh, when, when all houses are a million dollars these yeah. days? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, good stuff, Andrew. Uh, maybe cracking the code on some of this uh, yeah, nicely, nicely done. Thanks, Andrew. That's great. Uh, Russell wrote in on metallic fashion. Hi, Molly, Tom, and Rich. Thank you, Russell. Uh, saw the attached at the open market in Soho today. Uh, people selling firefighting metallic jackets as fashion. Definitely a thing. Hope all is well. I had the picture in the dock and I don't know where it, where it went, but he I said, see uh, it. so, oh, oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, well, it, I'll throw it in the, uh, the chat here. It's a, it's a bunch of, uh, metallic firefighting, uh, flame resistant jackets, uh, hanging on a fence. Uh, I love this. I love Russell sending <laughs> us, uh, you know, the evidence from in the wild and a fine tradition of taking vocational wear of all sorts, uh, and, and reselling it as fashion. It, hence the, uh, the famous, uh, quote from the movie Stripes, uh, when they're wearing their military figs, uh, fatigues, uh, chicks in New York paying top dollar for this. <laughs> 
Uh, Amber wrote in with some real world thing sightings. Hello, Maltori. Throwing the L in there for Molly. Nice. I just got back from a design conference in Minneapolis. First time there. Lovely city where I had gnocchi at a fancy restaurant. Our server's name was Ebenezer, which was delightful. Was served various flavors of macarons for dessert at every conference luncheon and personally wished there was less sex depicted in movies when I had to awkwardly fast forward through an unexpectedly graphic scene on my seat back screen while i'm positive the millennial next to me judged me so much <laughs> amber that you are living you are a living thingdom that's amazing yeah it's like we willed all of those things into your life <laughs> by being on the show all at once <laughs> that's a, that's a fantastic uh yeah I, I imagine you you felt like we must be spying on you when you when all those things happen which we're totally not as far as you know. Yeah. Uh, thank you to the folks who make this show possible. Uh, one of the reasons we're so committed to doing a show, even when you know one of us is under the weather or one of us is traveling, is because you support it directly. And we cannot thank you enough for that at patreon.com slash it's a thing. As a matter of fact, some of you are able to give above and beyond. And in gratitude for that, Rich puts together artisan shout outs. Other shows will just say your name. Uh, no, not good enough for you. Right, Rich? No, we go the extra distance. I find some bizarre textual textual ephemera out there in the world to pay tribute to the wonderful people at the shout-out level. Uh, this week, uh, I based the shout-outs on a list of things that make oatmeal raisin cookies the best. This is not now, my judgment. <laughs> this was just a list that claimed that these are reasons why oatmeal raisin Where cookies Where did you source this list? It was, I was looking for the hackiest uh, recipe websites. Ah, like, gotcha. I, I, okay. I was yeah, yeah, initially yeah. looking for like, you know, the overly convoluted story of right. like, my grandma, right. you know, no one cares. This, I but this first fascinated. made kimchi jjigae in a yeah. small town of Mississippi. Well, it, that's odd. You might oh, ask. Yeah. Skip to recipe cliff. <laughs> Uh, all right. So should we just uh, ping pong these? Yeah. If you'll start out and then we'll yeah, go line by line. The Brian Gianfercaro is strong, but. Here's why Kevin Sill will fall in love with these Eric Duncans. Moist and tender Lee Price. Slight AJ Venturella on the Valor trucks. Sweetened with Laura Abel. Aww. Loaded with Gabriel Cohen. Studded with Audrey Stoll Adler Spot. Joe Hood Spiced. Buttery Jake Woods. 30-minute Benjamin Forrest time. Mike Akins is made with a very basic Morris Jones. Louis Santa Moore doesn't get much better than James C. Smith. I don't know about you, but I'm hungry. I'm not. I want, I would, <laughs> I'm a little uncomfortable, perhaps. I, the more you tell me that it makes you mildly uncomfortable when I do food-related things with the shout-outs, the better a success it is. I know. Yeah, it just yeah. it's it's exactly. never going to stop. All right. Well, thank you, everybody, to listening, supporting the show. If you want to become a member of It's a Thing and get access to our Discord chatting in there, ad-free RSS feeds, tons of other great stuff, patreon.com slash it's a thing. You can also support the show by buying some things through our affiliate links. You can look for them in the show notes at our shopping page. It's a thing.me slash shop and... We just started a new little section of the Daily Tech News Show shop, Amazon.com slash shop slash Daily Tech News Show. There's a whole nailed it shopping list. Go check that out as well. And you can email us your things, feedback at it's thing.me. We'll talk to you next time, whatever that is.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.